Hello everybody, my name is Darren and I write a blog called A Demon's Voice. It's about movies and shit like that. You can find it at ademonsvoice.blogspot.com and it's also on Twitter, or I'm also on Twitter, at Demon's Voice, of which you should definitely follow me because why the fuck not? Hi you all, have you had a good week? Mine's been shit as usual. Uh, I've been trying to do a very adult thing this week, and by that I don't mean just have a wank and worry about the future. I'm actually buying my first property, which sounds grown up, although I am doing it on easy mode as my mum is doing most of the admin for me. I walked into the estate agent with her the other day, and she saw some guy that she'd already been dealing with, and she instantly just, out of the fucking blue, said, uh, that property isn't worth 90k. And he said, you haven't seen it yet? And she said, I've seen pictures of it, and it's not worth 90k. And he said, pictures don't mean anything until you've actually been inside of it. And she said, I don't need to be inside of it when I've seen a figure like that. And I thought, are these two about to fuck? What is going on? I've just walked into a building that I've never been into in my life, and my mum is now hardballing some stranger in a suit. Then I went in to uh, speak to the mortgage guy, and he said a load of words that don't mean anything to me about fixed interests and APRs. And uh, luckily it didn't matter because mum went back into fucking Gordon Gecko mode and started fucking negotiating with him like a deleted scene from fucking Wall Street. The only time that the mortgage guy really spoke to me was when he asked for my passport. So I took it out and uh, I have a kind of Marvel protective cover book thing on it. And he spotted it and he said to me, Ah, is that the Avengers? And I thought, well, it is, but it's got Wolverine on there too, who technically isn't in the movie, which I'm going to guess is what you're referring to. So I said, yeah, I mean, it's it's got Wolverine on there as well. And he said, ah, Wolverine, is he your favourite? You know, talking to me like I'm a fucking ten-year-old. And I said, yeah, I, I guess I like him. And the mortgage guy went, yeah, ah, Wolverine, ah, snickety snickety. And I was like, you know, I'm not an actual child. So he went, okay, let's talk about our down payments and what you might be putting into this mortgage. And I thought, right, I have no idea what you're talking about again, so why don't you just discuss this with my mum and then me and you can get back to talking about the Weapon X programme. So that's been my week anyway. It's been a fucking stressful one, and so to give myself a treat, I thought I'd watch the film Snakes on a Plane. Do you all remember that? Because nobody seems to fucking talk about it anymore except me right now. So sit back and enjoy my rambling about it. Cheers! The coronavirus continues to take its toll, lockdown drags on, my dog died, and I'm being forced to leave my home to find somewhere else to live. Fuck it, I'm gonna watch Snakes on a Plane again. In case none of you have noticed, it's been a pretty fucking stressful year so far, and sometimes you just need to turn off your brain and stare at something distracting for a couple of hours. Occasionally, it might not even be porn either. Snakes on a Plane is a weird movie because it was all anybody could talk about until it actually hit the cinemas, and then we all seem to decide to just never talk about it again. That's kind of what the Germans initially did regarding their Nazi atrocities after they'd lost the Second World War, apparently. They just tried to hush the whole thing up and pretend it never happened, until about 20 years later and the students suddenly began to question what their parents were actually trying to hide. I'm sure that nobody's going to claim that Snakes on a Plane is the greatest film of all time, but is it as bad as the Holocaust? Let me be bold and claim that I don't think it is. So why have we all decided to develop this collective amnesia in regards to its existence? How bad can it really be? Because having watched it the other day, I have to ask myself a pretty important question. Has Snakes on a Plane actually aged really well, or has lockdown finally fucking broken me? So, an FBI agent is forced to take on a plane full of deadly snakes that have been released mid-flight by a gangster that is targeting a witness on board. It's such a simple setup, and yet it provokes so many interesting philosophical questions from that one-sentence pitch alone. Mostly, what in the actual fuck are you talking about? You can see why the internet went fucking nuts for the movie before its release, can't you? As far as films go, it sounds absolutely fucking perfect. 
I have the movie on DVD and only watched it the other day, and yet from that one sentence alone, I'm already trying to work out who I have to pay to be able to watch it again. I wonder how many other variations of that the writers had to go through before settling on their solid gold idea of snakes on a plane. Squirrels on a train? Too cute. Sharks on a tractor? Too surreal. Beaver on a chopper? Way too fucking sexy. But snakes on a plane? That is directly in the centre of the Goldilocks zone of animals on a vehicle bullshit. At one point in the movie, a man goes for a piss during the flight, only to have a snake spring up and bite him on his dick. How much more obvious do you have to make it that this film is appealing itself so directly to the primordial part of a teenage boy's lizard brain? You have a phallic-like creature biting a man on his dick as he travels in a giant metal penis in the sky. Snakes on a Plane is a great title, but from that scene alone, I wonder if its subtitle should have actually been Freud was completely fucking right, you perverts. I actually recently wrote a blog on the film John Carter, or read it as a podcast depending on how you experience my wonderful opinions, uh, in which I mentioned that the actor Tyler Kitsch was the man that had been bitten on the dick here, and that like a kid that had shat his pants whilst in school, he would likely never live it down again. Not on my watch, anyway. I tell people every single time I see him. I haven't seen Kitsch's TV show Friday Night Lights, but I can tell you that if I had, then I would have paused it whenever he was on screen to constantly remind you that he was once in a film in which he got bitten on the dick by a snake. It's literally all I see when I look at him. There's Tyler Kitsch, the snake to the dick guy, my brain will say. When I rewatched the film the other day, I will admit that I was a little surprised to see it wasn't actually him that had been bitten on the dick, but oh well, too late to change how I see him now, I suppose. Kitch was actually the guy that got bitten to death in the toilet whilst joining the Mile High Club with his girlfriend, and so you can see how I might have gotten mixed up, but fuck it, close enough. Although having never attempted to join the Mile High Club myself, I did think that they were pushing their luck when they decided to strip off completely. Surely the fun of shagging on a plane is because of the risk and naughtiness of what you're doing, and not because you want to have actual sex. Why are you stripping off? Are you going to light some fucking candles and start blasting out some fucking Barry White too? No. You're trying to fuck in a giant coffin-sized room in the sky, and there's a queue of people waiting to do a shit into it after you leave. It is not sexy, so just crack the fuck on. In honesty, I suppose the politics of this movie haven't dated brilliantly over the last few years. There's a lot of gratuitous tit shots during this sex scene, and there's a few uncalled for jokes regarding a male air steward's sexuality. At one point, a child gets bitten on the arm, which causes his hand to swell up to an incredible size, as the woman attempts to help by sucking on the wound to remove the poison. At which point a male character sees what she's doing and suggestively mutters, that's what I'm talking about. But I mean, what the fuck is he actually talking about? I can see that it's a woman sucking on something, but the thing that she's sucking on is a little boy's arm. How is that even remotely sexy? What is this, Jeffrey Epstein's private fucking plane? And why is the kid even letting her suck on his arm? Here's my advice to anybody in this situation. If you get bitten on the arm by a poisonous snake and your hand swells up, then just accept you're going to die and have one final massive wank. Teenage boys will sit on their hand for fucking hours to get it to feel as numb as this kid's must right now. My granddad died of cancer and there was no way that he could have used that to aid a wank. And so in some ways, this kid doesn't know how lucky he is. Not that any of this is hugely lingered on, of course, because the second the snakes do decide to start attacking, the film really never lets its pace slow down enough for you to question anything. How did the snakes even get on the plane, I hear you ask? Well, that is dismissed with one brief line of dialogue in which somebody mutters, security wouldn't have been able to detect the snakes being brought on board because they're cold-blooded. But why the fuck would the temperature of their blood matter? Who was the baggage handler for this plane? The fucking Predator? Of course, none of this movie makes any sense the second you apply even the most basic of logic. The snakes are hidden in the baggage section of the plane in a giant box that opens when a timer releases the door. 
If you know what plane the witness is going to be on, and you're able to get a timer device on board beforehand, then why not just try a fucking bomb, you fucking idiots? How many shit plans did the villains get through here, before they decided to settle on having as many snakes as they could find try to bring down a fucking plane? If you know where the witness is going, then just pay a smackhead to shoot him on sight when he arrives at his destination. The horny snakes too, by the way. The plane was filled with snake pheromones to get them all riled up, meaning that on top of the dangerous animals and the explosive timer lock, the bad guys were also able to get an undocumented chemical on board this flight too. Instead of snake Viagra, did they not just consider having the plane blast fucking anthrax out of the air conditioning system? Oh what, you're gonna tell me that that wouldn't work because airport security can detect anthrax? Oh well, I guess an exploding box of horny fucking snakes is the only option then, isn't it? A lot of work has gone into this plan, and yet every single part of it is beyond fucking stupid. A lot of the criticisms of the film on its initial release commented on how serious the film seems to take itself and its ridiculous plot, when it should be having fun. But I disagree. I watched it the other day, and every single time a character mentioned the snakes on the plane with a completely straight face, I found it to be genuinely fucking hilarious. Had the filmmakers set out to make an ironically bad film, then I have been annoyed because that would suggest that they had a level of awareness to make a good fucking movie in the first place. But to make an entertaining movie that's so fucking stupid and yet delivered so fucking unironically is almost an act of genius. It's as though every single character here is being played by Leslie Nielsen in Airplane. It's just good fun. As the internet hype for this movie began to gain traction, the filmmakers started to take advice from the fans and began to add their suggested shit in, and it's so fucking obvious when watching it. So much of this movie seems to have been inserted in after the fact that it's like watching an experimental art house film in which the cast have had their performances edited in after filming them at home on their fucking iPhones. But there were five days of reshoots allocated to the film, with one being dedicated to having Samuel L. Jackson utter his now infamous line, and let's be honest and say that it is fucking brilliant. Snakes on a Plane might not be anybody's favourite film, but when all you want is a little bit of escapism, you can do so much worse than popping this into the DVD player and screaming, I've had it with my motherfucking brain and my motherfucking head. Thanks for listening, motherfuckers, and see you next time.